Are you ready to discover who you came here to be? Welcome to the Human Design and Astro Club podcast. Human Design is a system and a tool that is here to empower you and show you your greatest potential. Come learn with us and discover who you really are. Hi friends, Crystal here. Now before we dive into this episode that I know will be providing you a lot of value and support, we wanted to share with you how we can support you off the podcast because we have a few new opportunities cooking in my kitchen and also that Leah has selected in her market. So the first offer is what we've had for a little while, which is a free guide on tips and tricks to honoring your strategy and authority. Now, if you've had a hard time understanding what your strategy is, if you've had a hard time understanding how to honor your authority and use it in your everyday life, you're going to want to head to the show notes down below and pick up this free guide. Now, our next offer is our language manual, and this is called your user manual to your true self because it reveals with you how to understand the language in human design, how to understand the key terms and the dense information in human design. We have a lot of images that give descriptions and allow you to follow your chart and learn how to use this language in your everyday life. And you can pick that up in the show notes down below. Now, our next offer is our mini classes on the four transformations, which are the variables in human design that help lead you on the path to purpose and help you better understand your process and how to get to where you are going in life. Now we have bundles with this and also a la carte classes on determination, cognition, and environment. And you can pick those up in the show notes down below. And we will be starting a variable intensive. We are super excited about this. So excited, which will be a five-week program on every single variable. And we are going to be doing a hands-on approach with this, where we'll be guiding you through the classes in depth, week by week, and you will get access to every single guidebook and workbook for life. Yes, you heard that right. Please look out for our wait list soon as this will be starting in October and there will be limited spots to this intensive. Now, we also have another class, brand new. This is brand new, you've heard it here first, that there will be a three-part series on 2027. Yep, I know everyone's interested in this class. Three live Zoom classes recorded and it's going to be on the 2027 mutation that we are all entering into. And the first class will be on August 22nd for a limited time only for the live classes. Please feel free to head to the show notes for more detail and to register for the class. Now we also have our 2022 energy forecast. Now we started at the beginning of the year. We went through all the major players that are happening in 22 and we talk about them through the lens of human design, astrology, and tarot. And you can pick that up in the show notes down below. Now, speaking of energy forecasts, we have 
a really big opportunity for you guys, especially you listeners that have been listening to us week after week with the program and the transit updates that we've been going through. So we've created a monthly bonus exclusive. Okay. This is called the program exclusive, which is going to be bonus material on the transits and more. And you'll also be getting a worksheet with this each month where we're going to talk about the gates and channels in detail for each month, as well as um, a few other things that we'll, we'll let you guys know about soon. So definitely pay attention. It'll be coming out in September. Make sure you are subscribed to our email so you can join that immediately. Now we also have nurture your child through their design. This is a class that we did, a free class that we recorded that we have decided that we're going to make a whole guidebook for. And you'll be able to pick up the recording as well as the guidebook. And we're going to be going through all the types through the lens of a child. And then we're also going to be giving you nervous system regulation through the variables. We've come up with a few ways that we've been working with our children with this, and we wanted to share it with you. So please pay attention to this coming out late August. Now, If you've been wanting to work with Leah and I one-on-one, if you enjoy how we explain human design, astrology, and tarot, I do the human design portion and Leah does the tarot portion and we both do one-on-one readings. So if you would like to get a reading, you can head to our website in the show notes down below and book a reading with us. Now I'm going to start, stop talking about all this stuff and I'm just going to let you guys get into it. Feel free to reach out to us. We love hearing from you and go ahead and listen to this next brand new episode. See you over there, friends. Welcome to the Human Design and Astro Club podcast. I'm Crystal. And I'm Leah. And this is the podcast you've been waiting for. I told you, if there's ever a week to figure this out, it's this week. This is the week of confusion that can lead to a breakthrough and a discovery. We've got like all the head gates activated. I have been waking up between 3 and 5 a.m. every day this week. I'm going to lose my mind. (laughs) I cannot have these gates in transit any longer. I think my youngest has been getting up at the same time too, because she'll come into my room and wake me up just because, you know, sharing is caring. Is she open head? Uh, she is. You have their charts up. <laughs> Not, no, she's defined. Defined? Mm-hmm. Interesting. But she has a 64 and the 63, which are in transit right now. Mm-hmm. So maybe so, something's coming to her. Yeah. In the middle of the night, it's, it seems like, here's the thing. It seems like inspiration does strike relatively early in the morning. It seems. <laughs> yeah. Like it's somehow the veil is open at like, yeah, it is. Four a. It, 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 that I think it really is. Yeah. Is, no, I've, I've that's correct. That um, yeah, it's thinner. It's thinner at that time. Yeah. So, and it's like, I guess if you do, want, <laughs> if you do want it to, to make a discovery, Wake up at 3 a.m., guys. With Crystal. Okay. She'll be there waiting yeah, for you. I will be there laying there in prayer. Be like, come on, <laughs> I can do this. I did I did download an app recently that I sent to you and you ignored everything I said about it. Um, and that was it. Um, but it's 
It's okay. It's the story of my life. Um, it's a really good app, actually. Um, it's inspired me in a lot of ways um, with some other stuff that I want to do um, that I've talked to you about. And they have like these weird sounds. I'm going to have to record one for you because I want to know what it does to your brain. Um, it's, it's this, it's called slime. They have all these weird sounds and you can make this whole acoustic experience, which I feel like for a sound person would be an experience. And so it's this weird slime that sounds like an alien is like opening up your brain. I, I love it so much. Like I have it on the loudest volume. So I can hear it. I feel like Olivia would really like that too. Like she likes weird sounds like that, like ASMR. Yeah. There's definitely, if you, if anybody's into ASMR, I have no idea what the name of the, (laughs) (laughs) I think it's called sleep something. Hmm. And I feel like they need to change the name of that. I know they gear it towards helping you go to sleep. Mm -hmm. They have these weird calming sounds and like binarial beats and uh like hurts and all of it and it's and then they have uh hypnosis and meditations on there and Hmm. it's only like three bucks a month i'm like for that man i'll take that alien slime opening up my brain (laughs) feels good cool it really does yeah but anyways and that i'm calm determination so i really i have to listen to these um like auditory calming sounds when I'm working. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really, it helps me get into focus. They even have a focus one with a certain Hertz um, volume. And it really does, it puts you, I feel like these sounds really help put you back in the body. Yeah, for sure. And that's what your deter- your, your, your determination, cognition and environment does, right? Because that's mm-hmm. on, it's literally on the body side on your unconscious. So I feel like when I'm listening to this stuff, I can be in my body more. I can focus it take, cause I'm left brain. So it really puts me into this focused, like calm set, like just whole sensation. I don't know how to explain it better than that, but uh, we kind of want to talk about variables in relation to our children today. This is a children's episode. Um, sorry, we had to get get all that weird stuff out. If you did not know, if you're new here, welcome. Clearly we're weird. I mean, every single time we're going to come on here, we're going to tell you that because I feel like you need to know, because if you feel like you're vanilla, if you're a vanilla bean, you are probably not for us. Okay. I just want to, but maybe there's a wild card underneath there that you need to just like, let the bitch out and like, let them loose and maybe we're we're giving you the permission. I feel like we give a lot of people permission with our podcast. We've been hearing from a bunch of you guys. So thanks for writing in to us. Thanks for writing in about the questions for the Q&A that we're going to be doing. If you have no idea what we're talking about, go listen to this week's program. We go over a lot of stuff that we're working on and that we want to also be giving back to you. That's a huge part of our business is finding ways to support you guys as much as we possibly can. Um, because right now the world is an unfamiliar territory. Let's just <laughs> say that if you, if you come to our 2027 class, or if you're 2027 curious, 
because uh, I feel like that's how it, you're 2027 curious definitely pick up our class once it's out it is good I didn't know it's how so good, good it was gonna be Leah was unsure about the entire class up until I started like I'm like no listen let me just tell you a couple of things then you're like oh that's interesting then you're like oh that's interesting too yeah and then once you're in, I saw you in the class you're like okay tell me tell me more I'm in I'm in I'm in mm-hmm. I know that it's it, it's right now we're in confusing times we're in we're in rough waters 2022 was actually you know a little bit of a break I know that's hard to believe yeah but it was <laughs> we got out there more right we got back out we got yeah. back out on we got back on the horse uh we might be getting off the horse again for a little while uh but I guess we'll see we'll see if you're like, what are you talking about? We do have a 2020 and uh, 2022. Now I'm going backwards. We have a October, um, 2022, uh, month forecast that we're going to start putting out monthly. So the first one's going to be October again, go listen to the program from this week. If you want more information, or if you're like, you know what? I like forecasts because I've been listening to you guys week after week. And I want more details. If you want more details, you want to know the gates, you want to know some specifics happening that month ahead. Um, you want to know how to make the most out of your month. You like rituals because we're going to be doing new moon and full moon rituals every month on here. Pull and tarot, mix and tarot with gates and um, human design. I mean, we've got a lot we're going to be providing for you guys for just $11.99. I know that sounds crazy, outrageous. And we're giving everybody a discount that's going to be getting on our wait list, which you can find that link down below in the show notes in the description. Um, we'll, we'll drop that form in there if you would like to get on. Thanks for everyone that's been getting on so far. We're looking forward to sharing all this information with you next month. And so we wanted to, to gather you guys into our little kitchen and market right now and tell you about our, our little weirdos. Okay, because they're fucking weird. I have I have two stories to tell <laughs> before we get we kick this off that happened today. And I'm, I, I, I needed it to happen so bad. This one specific one, because this week has been fuckery. Okay, like mm-hmm. the transits are fucking with me. Leah knows. I mean, they're fucking with both of us, but seem to be like really going for me. <laughs> right? Like they're I had to run a red light today because my the the light skipped me three times, guys. That's where my where I'm at. <laughs> where it doesn't matter what I do, I couldn't turn on my computer. My Nespresso's not working. Um, <laughs> I feel like if I wasn't like sort of above water, we'd both be drowning right now. Oh like, yeah, I have to if kind one of, of us life has to be in a better place, I, <laughs> and it's not me. <laughs> I can't say I'm like better. Just I don't know. You're bet. No, you haven't had the experiences that I couldn't. I I did a ride the other day on Peloton that didn't count. Okay, do you know how frustrating this? I went for a run outside today and it didn't count. Oh, it did. It counted, but it didn't count like on my run tracker, which pissed me right. off. Right, like I was literally the Peloton was not counting my resistance or cadence, so I was at the bottom of of the screen <laughs> working my ass <laughs> off. Seeing oh no God. results. <laughs> uh. So, anyways, that's where we're at. So, back to our children. So today, I dropped Otis off um, at childcare because so I could get some work done. And so, 
um, I went to pick him up and he's talking a lot more now. My, my Otis is my youngest son. That's a one, three safe generator. He'll be three in October. Can't believe it. Um, and so he's talking a lot more now. Mostly you have no idea what he's saying. Um, but if you listen closely, you'll catch a syllable or, you know, something there's like half a word in there and you're like, okay, I think I know what you're trying to tell me, kid. I think I know. Um, so today he was talking about going back home and he goes, um, uh, what did he say? I go back to the ass because he does not know say how to say house. It sounds like ass. So anytime he's talking about the house, he's like, go into the ass. I go to the ass, <laughs> going back to the ass. And I'm just like, <laughs> I have to record it. Cause like, it's just like, everybody needs to hear it. Like yeah. everybody just, it's, if you need a good laugh, hear my child talking <laughs> about going home, but it sounds like he's going into his ass. And I, <laughs> It sounds so wrong, but it's just like, you can't help it. You can't help but laugh. And then I was talking to Milo earlier, my one, four ego manifester, that's seven. And I said to him, cause he's innocence motivation. I was like, I just want to let you know, you are the sweetest person I've ever met in my life. And he looks me dead in the eyes and he goes, I know. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's perfect. I was just like, it's true. And I was like, he's a defined ego. That's all yeah. he has. He only has oh, one got... channel and only the heart and the throat to find because he's an ego manifester. And I'm just like, you know, you know, you know, you know who you are. You know, not exactly who you are because he doesn't have an undefined G center, but he knows, he knows his willpower. He knows, mm -hmm. he knows his strength. He knows. And I'm just like, that was just funny. Little when you're when your kids like play out their design, it's just you can't help but laugh a little bit. Seriously. Corinna had to eat in the living room by herself today, which she's calm determination. I was like, go for it, girlfriend. You go in there and you eat. And she ate every single bite yeah. of her oh, dinner. We'll eat, we'll eat, we'll eat the right amount, just the right amount for mm -hmm. ourselves if nobody's around. Yeah. That's all she needed to be by herself. And she had no, nothing on. She was just sitting in there and we all sat at the table and we, uh, Garrett made a wrap with a bunch of stuff in it for Olivia, who is, um, she a five, one sacral manifesting generator. And she's also open determination. You have it no, she's you. open. She I'm is open. Sure. I know she's myself. Right. She's yeah. She's open. And she was like, yeah, I don't like all these things mixed together. Yeah. I was like, I know you don't. Let's take it and let's break it apart. And you eat the parts out of it that you want to eat. Right. See, that's the thing. Letting your kid just be themselves. Mm -hmm. It's like, what a concept, mm -hmm. right? I like, if I didn't know all the things that I knew about my children, oh my gosh, life would be so hard. I don't to be like, seriously, because I found human design when Milo was around two, which I always knew that kid was a fucking manifester. Like it, like before I even, even not even understanding all this stuff, like when he was, when he was born, but like, 
he is just so, so, so unique and so different because manifestors are only around 9% of the population. And I used to have this mommy group. Um, it was my little kitchen's environment. He actually led me to these people. This little manifestor led me to these people with his, his fourth line. Um, and his manifestorness, you know, leading me to my correctness, basically. It was just a few weeks. Yeah, was it a few, few months? No, a few months after he was born, like three months. I was working at the Kabbalah Center at the time. And they started, they decided when I had Milo that they were going to start a kid's program. It's like, really? Like I've been here for like two years. You guys haven't done anything. I got a, I have a child and you're like, we're going to, I don't know. I like inspired them. They're like, we're going to do a kid's program. And so they're like, bring Milo to that class. Um, and, and like, you know, they wanted me to like chat it up with the other mothers and like, they re- they knew, like they knew I was kitchens without knowing I was kitchens. They're like, gather the people, Crystal. Come on, you can do it. You got it. <laughs> use your generator sacral and heart definition and just gather the people into this place. And so that's what I ended up doing. I got like all these people ended up coming. And then um, I ended up being friends with a group of them. It was actually a projector that like really guided the group into like this, whatever the hell it ended up being. And there was for like three years, we, we all used to do stuff together. Um, and so Milo being a little consecutive one for ego manifester, right. That, you know, also stranger danger, he knows who his, who's in his network. And it was only one or two of those kids that he actually really liked. It was really just one. It was this one girl named Orly. Um, and she was, or she is, excuse me. She's, she's still here. Um, Crystal. Hello. Um, she, I just don't. They don't, I don't live in Florida anymore. So to me, it's past, but I actually still talk to her, but because the mother's actually a projector, um, my friend, and then her daughter is a emotional manifesting generator and Milo loved her. I don't, I, I, I wish I could see their charts together. Um, but Milo mm-hmm. loved her. That was really his only friend that he liked. And I, and before discovering this was right before I discovered human design and um he he never wanted to socialize with the other kids he had a lot of resistance to it except for and then there was like one other kid in that group that he would socialize if Orly wasn't there and I would I didn't know like what to do with this because I'm like I'm a like I as a generator I'm like everybody come gather around let's hang out like let's be friends like I'm bubbly like let's do all the things and like Milo is not like that even remotely um and so I'd be like go play with the kids go go play and he'd be like yeah like like already starting with the anger right and so I noticed that from the beginning because to me obviously I was encouraging him to do how I am Right. Right. And so once I realized after like the second or third try of me being like, go play with the, I was like, oh, he doesn't want to do that. I was like, and I remember thinking that's weird. (laughs) Mm -hmm. There's something different that I can't quite put my finger on. 
And then when I found, when he was two and I found human design, I was like, oh, oh, that makes more sense now. And I completely never, I mean, I've never pushed him to be friendly, even friendly with anybody ever again. Never. I don't, I don't do that. It, it, all it does is stress him out more. Like yeah. even like, and luckily his father's a six two, which doesn't want to have anything to do with anybody either, especially now <laughs> that he's on the roof. Um, and so it works out. No one's, no one's pushing him to go be friendly with anyone that he doesn't want to be friendly with or friends with. Um, he had one friend this last year when he was in first grade one, he refused to make any other friends. His teacher even tried to talk to me about it. And so I said to her, <laughs> uh, oh, wait, we got, we got an intruder. Oh, is it, is it time for bed? I swear you come in just to, just to be on camera. Hi, Otis. You say Hi. You say good night. No. Good night. What? Okay. I love you. I love you. I love you. <laughs> Trying this again. Oh, wait, we got now. Oh, now we are both. Oh my goodness. Okay. I just saw the flash. Okay. I just saw a flash of a manifestor yeah, behind you. Yeah, you only get a flash. You're not going to get. Well, you get. There he goes. Wait, close the door. But he wants you to look at him. Yeah. He does. He really does. He looked back to see if you were looking. I was like, she can't see you from over there. <laughs> <laughs> Did they notice me over there? Yeah. It's like, look at me, but don't look at me. Oh my um, gosh. So sorry before the I was it's okay. I was, so I back to about, the teacher conversation. Yeah. So I said to her, you know, he is very particular because he is with the people that he's friendly with. And he also is very sensitive and uh, can have a lot of anxiety. He was having a little bit of anxiety issues oddly towards the end of the year. And I don't know if it's just because the routine was starting to, you know, but the non-sacral starting to dwindle and he was, and there was also, uh, he, he doesn't like new people um with being a fourth line and also a manifester like he just doesn't he just doesn't care for it he wants the he wants to know who the people are and so he was comfortable with the people that were coming in in his class like uh teachers and aides and all that stuff and there was a new person that came in i guess towards the end of the year and he didn't particularly like that situation and so he started hiding under his desk mm -hmm. And I was like, oh no, we can't, we got to figure this out. Like, I don't, like, I want, I don't want him to not thrive, but I also, it's like, it's just hard because it's like, you want your kid to be able to figure it out, but I've talked to him about this and he also agrees. Cause I, I actually have conversations with him. I don't just talk at him and I'm just like, I want you to be able to be successful, whatever you do, and you will, you will not be able to experience that hiding under a desk, unfortunately. Um, and 
um, it's also not, it's not the best for you. He's also, he has an undefined spleen, um, for you to be carrying all that anxiety. So we do have to figure out tools, which we're going to talk about here today, um, which we, I've been working on with him for the last year. Cause this, it really like, and I, I said to him, it's going to continue to increase. Cause I said, I'm sweetie. Life does not get easier. It it's, it's, you get more responsibility. He has, he's the ego, right? I, I need to talk to him about responsibility. Look at your child's definition and see where, where they're going to be fixed so that you can explain to them that this is what they can rely on. You rely on your definition. You lean into your definition, teach your child what it feels like to feel those frequencies running through their body. Because once they're aware of that, once they're really truly aware of their body and what's happening and also mentally what's happening with their personality too, and their view and their motivation, right? Then, then you're setting them up for success. And that's why we, we created that, that class. We have our, um, nurture your child through their, their design class, because every child should have the opportunity to be set up for success. Absolutely. And understanding their design at an early age, as early as you can get, even if it's, even if it's teenage, you still have an opportunity. I mean, heck we're, we found our fucking designs in our, in our early thirties. So it's, and like, obviously the longer you wait to understand your truth and who you are, obviously there's more conditioning that you're going to have to work through. I'm hoping that by both of my boys understanding how they operate, that they will then be able to rely on that for the rest of their lives and come up with more tools on their own to continue to support themselves. That's what I want. I want them to be able to support themselves and set them up for as much possible success as they can have, where they don't need to rely on me. They don't need to rely on my husband. They don't need to rely on society. They know what they need to do. And that's what human design can show you. It can show you exactly what you need to do. Nobody else. We already live in this homogenized world that's trying to tell us to fit into this fucking box. That's never... I feel like I've broken out of the box. I feel like yeah. some people try to put me back in the box. I'm like, no, bitch, I'm not. I'm not going to do that. I refuse. And so I refuse to have my children be put in a box either. So um, I guess how, how should we, 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 this is a, a loose, we wanted, we wanted to just get on here and talk about our kids because obviously we've been talking about them a lot lately with our class and we kind of wanted to show you guys how we do it. Um, with um helping them understand who they are um and also helping us understand who they are that's also important right as a parent to be able to look at your child and be like i mean my child my my manifester is like looking in a mirror that's like complete opposite of me that it's he he literally mirrors the opposition of me in every possible way he has a defined throat i have a completely open throat he's uh, consecutive. I'm calm. Mm -hmm. Um, he's, what else is he that is like, like so, so like opposite as well. Um, what else is he, he, we, we do both have smell cognition. We are both first lines. 
And so is my other child is also a first line. So that has been really helpful with helping them understand mentally how they can investigate life. Like, and, and always be asking, they're, they're both so inquisitive, even Otis that doesn't talk as much yet, still so inquisitive, always wanting to discover and learn. They both love hiking because they're both mountains, um, on, a, on opposite ends of the line. Um, so it's, and like, they, they like exploring and, and they like being out in nature. So it's been really helpful with that. And Milo is also innocence motivation and I'm desire. So it's, it's, he, if you kind of can see how your child is like the opposite end, the transferred version of you. I mean, wow. Like when I started seeing all of that with him, I was like, wow, I really can see my not self. And our, our children are our biggest teachers. If you, if you'll let them, I don't want to control him. Yeah. uh, Olivia is pretty opposite of me in a lot of aspects as well. Same for like you and Milo. She's, um, obviously got a defined sacral and she's going to have, has an undefined spleen Mm. and she's survival view. Mm. And that's my transferred and she's fear motivation. So she does have a lot of that fear based. Um, she, she's able to look and see the world in a way that's like, well, what if this happens? And what if that 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 happens so that's fear for her is and she's always she's got a line one she's a five one so she always has a lot of of line ones in bet oh a ton of line ones yeah she's investigating everything all the time she loves watching youtube she loves watching like videos of um like worst case scenario things which can be kind of frightening sometimes but i monitor all of that i'm like okay listen even if it's one second too long or something like that she's probably probably gonna love murder mystery yeah yeah she's always asking why and deep deep going deeper like why this why that she's always been really inquisitive um and what else she's open head and undefined I i feel like as a parent like if you didn't know those things about her especially because you're the other end of the spectrum you would probably be very very annoyed a lot yeah and like just like yeah just stop well and being a manifesting generator in general knowing that I'm like okay I know she's going to go on to 45 different things in one minute like she's done with one thing and she'll leave that behind she'll go to the next thing I'm like listen I understand I understand that you're you just function as you're going from one thing to another to another. That's okay. Let's when you're when you're done with that project, let's come back. Let's pick up over here. Let's do this other thing. Like it's still important for you to clean up your messes, take care of your toys, and I d- still want to encourage you to try new things and to do new things yeah. and to to just dabble around in in various activities. I think my favorite part about them, and I don't know if this is for you for the boys, is their environment. Yeah, because their kitchens. And so, I think that's well, just I feel my like favorite. People can be really fun. Yeah. Because we're just like really crafty, like MacGyvers mm-hmm. in every, every possible way. And for me, my fondest memories with my mother 
was when she would bake with me in the kitchen. Yeah. We're trying to do that. I don't even necessarily do that. I I would love to have more time to do stuff like that because baking can take a long time. Yeah. And I just don't quite have that time. Although the boys do like helping me. They both like measuring. I feel like mountains people, they like to be able to be like above everything. Yeah. Especially Otis, right? He wants to be like on top of the counter. On the counter. You see that stuff. It's stuff like that. If I didn't know that he was passive mountains and that kid literally climbs anything, mm-hmm. it he he found a toy that there's no way you could stand on it. He found a way to fucking stand on that toy because he wanted to be just an inch. I'm like Otis, you're not getting anywhere. Like ob- he doesn't obvi- obviously understand concept of height yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just like. I would think that there's something like, why are you, I, I would have, I would have a lot of questions and I would have a lot of concerns. And I also wouldn't be encouraging him at parks to learn how to climb. Cause I know he's going to be a climber. I already mm-hmm. know this. So I want to encourage him to figure it out now so that he, he feels supported in his body. Cause that's what their environment here is to help them do, help them be supported in their in their body although i will say just so everybody knows it's not a huge factor for your environment until after your saturn return which is going to be after 30 but i do believe that if you could support your child in their environment now so that they could get used to and know what it feels like because it's still going to support them even though it's like i look at it as before their saturn return they have a little bit of this protective layer the shell over them that's protecting their vehicle until after their Saturn return where it's going to shatter. And that's when it's going to be imperative that they're in their correct environment. Cause I remember for me with living, living and growing up in my transferred environment after my thirties, like 31, 32, my, and especially 33, that was when my body started really screaming at me. Like you have to get the fuck out of here. Um, but before that, there it's not it's not a you're not as affected it there's i i I, there's like a shell over over your aura that's protecting you in whatever environment that you're in um although i i always was definitely sicker in florida i've only gotten sick when i got coronavirus that that over the summer um but other than that i haven't gotten sick um and I've never felt better living in my correct environment. And so knowing that I'm like, why wouldn't I just try to set my kids up for success and provide that environment for them? Mm -hmm. And that's one of the reasons why we moved to Asheville, North Carolina was because we're in the fucking mountains and both my boys are mountains boys. And it was actually my manifester again, manifester, the leader led us passive leader because he's in innocence. Um, He led us to the mountains because we ended up vacationing here because my, uh, uh, Dave's parents, my in-laws invited us here because they wanted to have the experience with Milo when he was little. So it was because of him that we ended up vacationing with them here that I was then like, Oh my God, this is, this is the place. This is where I feel like, like just alive. Like that's what your environment does for you. And so really, I feel like the best possible parent being able to provide them their correct environment um, so that they could be supported now. Like if you know it, 
there's, it's like, if you know it, why wouldn't you do it? Like, I know I can support them in their environment. I made it work fucking uprooted my entire family from Florida to North Carolina. And I'm like, it just was supposed to be this way. And we're also in my husband's correct environment. Cause we live in the valleys of the mountains. We're in this little pocket and Asheville is just like, it's feels like home for me, even though I live just outside of it because in actual Asheville, it's kind of crowded and as a calm determination and also right environment, um, I, I prefer not that much action because my body's not supposed to be that active, obviously. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, I am a generator, so it's like, you have to factor in the wholeness of yourself, but I don't like, I don't like that rush. I don't like, I don't like, like New York city vibe, even though I thought yeah. I wanted to live there for a second too. Um, no. and, then, and then now when I think, but that was before my Saturn return. Um, and now when I think about it, I'm like, Oh God, no <laughs> fucking way. Could I ever live in like New York city? Uh, that's totally left environment right there. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and the biggest thing for me with, uh, Milo, my manifester was once I started explaining to him how he's a manifester, he got just like, like teary because manifestors feel like aliens because they, they kind of are right. Um, they're one of the hardest designs to understand because they have actually like a shell over them, right? Their, their aura is repelling and it's because it's supposed to be protecting them because they know where they need to go and we're not here to get in their way. So they need to have that mysterious, protective, repelling aura. Um, but they know inside that they're different and there is that sense of rejection. And as a completely open throat, as a mother, I know what that feels like because I feel invisible all the time. So again, I'm his mirror. And so because of that, and I feel like that's why manifestors, I, I attract a lot of them because I see them. I see them for exactly who they are. And uh, for a manifester to actually feel seen, that's almost like opening a layer to their shell so you can kind of peek inside a little bit. And so when I was able to finally start talking to him this last year about his design, he wouldn't stop hugging me. Like mm -hmm. I was like, oh, you really, you're getting, you're getting this. Like this makes sense to you. And that, that was the first inclination for me was like, oh, this is why we need to do this class. I'm like, I'm yeah. literally opening the door, opening to my child, understanding himself and realizing that yes, he's, he is different. And yes, he is rare but boy, is he powerful and, and does he have a lot to offer? Um, and so that, that, that was a big thing for me was really explaining to my child through his, through a childlike perspective. And he also has gate 25, which works out. That is something that we do have in common. Um, wait, he doesn't have gate 25. Oh my God. This whole time I thought he had gate 25. Holy shit. I apologize. He has gate 51. Wow. So he is my, he is my bridge gate. He literally has my bridge gate. Um, one of them I have two. Um, so, and that's the thing is we, the other beautiful thing is looking at connection charts with your kids. 
um, and the beauty. Cause he also, I have 21, he has the 2145. That's his only channel. And so he just being in his aura, I feel like I've learned so much about how to speak through that 45. He also has the 33, which I have the 13. I gave him a defined, uh, G center, um, in a few different ways. He, everything is a connection actually. Now that I'm looking at it, <laughs> I have, I mean, I've already seen this before, but like, just like taught to be able to explain it to you guys. I have the 43. He has the 23. Um, he has the 33. I have the 13. He has the 51. I have the 25. He has the 30, 34. I have the 10, 34. Um, he has the 52. I have the nine. I mean, he has Crazy. the 37. I have the 40. We literally complete everything except for uh, the head. So when we're together, everything is complete except for the head. So he he's really learning how to operate from all those hanging gates through me. Yeah. And really it's up cool. to me to be in my correctness so that I'm not influencing him with my definition mm -hmm. incorrectly. So I have to be clear for him to be clear. Kind of how parents should probably be. Um, yeah. But it's just a beautiful thing once you see all the connections between you and your child and even family when you do a whole family chart with me. Like when, when you do the whole family, like we're all lit. The, the whole chart. The whole chart is probably lit up, yeah. The whole chart. Yeah, because Otis has uh, the 61. So then that gives us the head and I have the 24. Mm -hmm. And uh, Dave, oh wait, no, Dave has the 31 also. Um, what does Otis have that we make connections? He has the 26. I have the 4426. So I give him a defined heart because he had he's the only undefined heart in our family. And um yeah, that's the only place that I, I give him definition in that in that area, everything else. Uh and the, so the head and the I give him definition from the head and the and the heart. But our when we're when I'm together with Otis, everything's defined except for the throat is undefined and then the solar plexus but he has a defined root so um and obviously a defined sacral and a defined spleen and defined g-center so i don't need to give him definition there um yeah. but we do have we do have a he does we do create the channel of struggle together which boy do we get to show that in public to people <laughs> uh we give people a show in public two one three uh, sacral generators completing the channel of struggle together. I mean, boy, if you want to, if, if, if I really wanted to like start a, uh, what's it called? Reality TV show. It should be with me and Otis <laughs> particular, but, um, so, so yeah, that's kind of like, obviously you guys get where we're going with all of this. Um, and also looking at each other's siblings, cause I'm looking at it and I can see we're also each other bridge 
gates mm. for each other. And together, both my boys, they make a, a manifesting generator. Yeah, the girls have a pretty crazy chart as well. Yeah. So it's, it's, uh, when they're together, it's like, and they also have, they also have the same incarnation cross, but they're mirrors of each other. So wherever, you know, like where one side has the 39 in, in the unconscious on the other one has it in their conscious. So it's like, there's like a ping pong ball that's bouncing back and forth between the two of them. Um, and so I wanted to talk about the way that we've been supporting them through their variables. Cause this is something that we created a cheat sheet for in our, uh, kids class. And so I don't know, do you want to go, you want to go first? Um, I mean, yeah, I can start with Corinna just cause she's an emotional and there might be some parents out there with, oh, there's definitely, I mean, 50%, of, 50% of, of you. Right. Crystal got lucky. She doesn't have any emotionals in her oh house. I, Half of dude, my house. I was dealing with emotionals my whole life between my mom and my brother. <laughs> I needed a fucking break. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like I got granted a, a break. Although I will say I do create an emotional channel with my husband, but less, luckily it's one of the least abrasive ones, the 59, six, yeah. um, that one's not as, as intense as some of the other ones. So, but anywho, Go ahead. Let's hear about your little, your little emotional. Well, so like I've had many conversations with you about this before. Yeah. <clears throat> Basically with Corinna, I have to give her a lot of space. So she has two emotional waves and it's the 40, I just put the chart down, the 4037 and 19, right? the 4130. Oh, okay. I thought they were the whole, it was a whole stream. Right. No. Yeah. So luckily- there is a little bit, but she also has from the root to the spleen. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So she often, often every five minutes will be really emotional about stuff. Um, it's really fun. And I knew when she was a baby, like since she's been a baby that she was emotional, like there was something different about her from her sister. And I knew obviously like kids aren't going to be exactly the same, but for her, she was just the hardest baby ever. She cried all the time. All she did was cry about stuff. She would get you know, screaming, yelling, we'd have screaming, yelling matches when she's little. And obviously like I hop on her wave, super fun. And, and I had a really hard time with it. And then I would, you know, my sister would contact me like when she got pregnant. She's like, I'm just nervous. I'm going to have a baby like yours. And I'm like, <laughs> listen, That's not every you child. Know is... When there's something pot, like there's something not right fully there because yeah. someone's saying, I'm afraid of what I'm going to yeah. get because I'm watching you. Well, she, and that's why I was like, I'm just not going to get, I'm not going to tell people a lot of stuff that's negative necessarily, because I don't feel like, first of all, as a parent, your, you know, your child, child, and however they're going to be is different than somebody else's. We all mm -hmm. parent differently. We all have right. different kids. Like the way our chemistry works together, it's totally different. So you can take my story and hear it, but not necessarily take it as your own, I guess. Yeah. Um, so what I experienced, I don't usually, um, I don't want to put any fear in anybody, I guess, is where I'm going with that. So now that so I you know- You naturally do because you have a defined spleen. <laughs> I, know. I don't mean to. I really don't mean to. I, and I'm really well, I mean, there's that. nothing you can do about that. Yeah. So she, because she's calm determination and she's kitchens 
and she just the emotional part of it. She needs a lot of time. Like we got home from soccer practice today and she had to go to her room to like Mm -hmm. defrag. She got home off the bus today. She had to go to her room to defrag. It was just like, we know that her room is a safe space. She's got a light that she can like play with. Calm. She needs to have quietness. Her kitchens is like, she's got all her stuffies. She's got her Barbie house. She's got her bed. She has her lights. All the things are going in there. And then she comes downstairs and she's like, I'm sorry for yelling. Oh, that's good. And so she knows she's very aware now. And it's, she's come so far over the past year of like letting her go to that space and being like, you can go there and chill and come back down when you're ready. Like there's no need for you to like force yourself through this. We're all going to go on the wave if we all right. keep going here. So I think that's been helpful. Um, recognizing her a ton because she's a projector. She needs recognition. She needs to be invited. And so I do a lot of that. And when she says no, then I'm like, okay, she already, like that was her invitation. She knew she didn't want to do that. I'm not going to force you into doing anything yeah. unless she it's like. a defined her. Yeah. So she knows. Um, She's stubborn. So those are really just the biggest things is like providing her that calm space where she can go calm down. 100%. Because that's the first place Mm -hmm. is really because that's that's where homogenization starts for children is in in the brain, in their determination. So if you're constantly allowing them to empty that space out in their correct environment, that's why I said to you when you were like, what do I fucking do about this? (laughs) I was like, like I'm on the verge. I was like, well, good news is, is I have a bunch of her variables, so I can help you in this department. Yeah. Um, but because I also I have very I have very keen and vis- uh, visuals of my childhood and these experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I said to you, she, she you have to create the space for her, like for her, like for some. For some other kids, you could get away with some of this stuff, but for her particularly, she really needs to have that open, quiet space where there's nobody around her, where she's creating her own little whatever it is with her, with her Barbies and her stuffed animals and her crafts and really allowing her, um, and she's external vision. Uh, yes, outer vision. They're both, yep. right? Both yes, they are. both are external. Both my boys have the same cognition too, yeah. which I find to be interesting. Do you know I what's... also find to be interesting that majority kids seem to also have the same environment. That mm, is interesting. I thought I talked, I thought we talked about this one day. I think so. Yeah. Do you, do you know what I just realized? Corinna has a window in her room that she'll go up when she's in this moment. And she'll go up in her calm space, but she'll look out her window, her shores. Yeah. She has to let it out first. I just realized that. I do the same thing. I know you do. Uh-huh. Yeah. See, once you understand your kids' fucking patterns, you can yeah. support them. That's yeah. why we wanted to create this class. And also for yourself, your inner child. Yeah, well, this isn't just too. for your kids. Absolutely. Like I have to support my inner child all the time. And this in your variables, especially what's happening on your body side, on your unconscious that you have a, not a lot of awareness, if any, right. Pretty much mm-hmm. probably not, unless somebody told you, uh, or you look this stuff up, 
you don't have any awareness around this. I always knew when I was a kid that I, when I was feeling really down and out and really clogged, like energetically clogged. Okay. Um, and that's something that we talk about in our environments class is about going, utilizing your transferred environment. Nobody talks about this shit. I've not heard anybody. This is one of the things that uh, people have given us testimonials on is, is the transferred environment. They said they really appreciated that portion because it helped them see themselves in another light and see how they can, uh, their process, because there is a process to deconditioning. So if you can go into your transferred environment, purposefully put yourself in that transferred area so that you can let the mind run. Cause once you let it run and you let it say all the nasty things that you needed to say, and you let yourself cry, and you let yourself scream and you let yourself just feel the angst that's running through your mind. That gives you the opportunity to just release it all because once it's out, it's out. And then yeah. after it's out, then you get to go into your correct environment. And for me, that's when I go and create I, a lot of times I would go and draw or I would go in color, but for, I would always need to either be looking out a window for a little while or, or sitting at some body of water. I used to go, uh, my mom's shores. So we always lived behind a lake of some kind or a canal. Um, she always had to have some body of water near. Um, and so I used to always go sit back there by myself and just cry. And I would always feel better after being in the transferred environment mm -hmm. for a brief time. Like, that's the thing is like, don't, obviously you don't want to stay in that because then you're, the mind is just going to keep going. Your, your health's going to deteriorate. Yeah. You're never going to meet the right people. Right. Um, which I met a lot of incorrect people in my, in, in my transferred environment. Um, but it is good to use, to just like, get it out, just get it the fuck out. Once you get it the fuck out, then you get to move on. <laughs> so true. So, and you, and your body already knows this, right. I was doing this my whole life and it wasn't until I found human design and I put them all together. I was like, holy shit, we could make a whole fucking system here. There's a system <laughs> here that, that nobody fucking knows about. And yeah. so my boys, their transferred environment is caves. And so what happens for them when they go into transfers, and this also can help you understand when your child's in transference, right? So that you can just be like, okay, they need space, right? Uh, you, Cause that's what happens you need, when you're in transference, give somebody, give that person space, you know, their, their aura is screaming. And so, um, what happens for them is they go, uh, Milo goes and hides in a closet, hides mm -hmm. under a fucking desk. Mm -hmm. Um, Otis, we have this huge, like armchair. I don't know. Uh, it's, it's just, it's just huge, like sofa chair couch that has these two side, uh, like cubby things. And like, you can open them up and you could definitely fit your entire body inside. So Otis does that. He hides in that when he's in transference, he goes inside there or goes behind it and sits behind the couch and screams because he's high, um, high sound. So he does, he goes into transference and just like 
just fi- trying to find security, right? Um, in the in that cave. And then once he's in there, then he's like, I need to fucking get this shit out. So then he's he 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 tries to go back to square one, which is de- his determination, right? First step. And so he goes back to that and he screams. I've never heard anybody scream louder in my life than Otis. And like, he likes to do that in public too. So that's fun. Um, Like watching people's eyes, like jump out of their face. Um, But anyways, so it's like when you start to see your kids patterns and then also how you can support them through those steps, because that's all uh, the variables are. It's your, it's your steps. It's your unique path to purpose. It's the way you take in frequency, right? Because when the neutrino, the stream of the frequency is coming into you, you're then going, it's going to penetrate your brain, which you have a certain um, architecture through your cognition that's going to interpret that stream, right? That's what's interpreting the, it's your alert system that's interpreting the stream. And if your brain is clear through your determination, your determination will clear the gunk out of your brain. If you're following that, that aspect of you, um, you can then be placed in your correct environment. And it's really important that you are doing these kinds of things, having your determination um, be able to be supported by your correct environment because they do go hand in hand together. They, they really do. Um, it will, it won't feel correct if you're, I mean, you, you'll, you'll still get benefit of it. Like I was, uh, that's what got me out of Florida was following my determination. Um, I've started, I was following my determination for a while, but it wasn't like super strict. And obviously trying to follow calm determination is probably one of the harder ones, Mm. uh, to do because that's where homogenization really is, is gathering to eat. Right. Um, so it was hard for me to have a lot of alone time. I had two kids, two little kids, um, a husband, you know, my husband thinks I'm an asshole now. Cause I don't really eat with them. <laughs> he literally calls me an asshole. Um, and I'm just like, whatever. I just want to lay a towel down in my bed, romanticize my whole experience. Cause that's what calm people really need to do. They need to get intimate. It's like, you know, like it's like a sexual experience that a calm person, I'm sorry, we're talking about kids. <laughs> right off the deep end. <laughs> there was a line back there. Crystal went, I don't, you know, I got, I, I got Mars and Scorpio. Okay. I, I go deep to levels. You'll never even be able to <laughs> understand. And I go deep real quick because it's Mars and Scorpio. <laughs> <laughs> But anyways, we won't, we'll talk about that. My intimate experience with food uh, another day. Um, where was I before I, I, I went down that whole side tangent? I'm not even sure. Um, but basically we have really figured out ways to allow our kids to be themselves, whether they're in transference or whether in their true self and be able to spot the beauty is being able to spot when they're in one or the other, right? And also helping them come back to square one. Because for for Otis, it's really about supporting the acoustics that's happening for him when he's eating and a lot like, oh my God, high sound people. 
I'm so sorry. I, I, I'm sure there's a bunch of high sound people listening to this, or you know one, or your kid might be one, your spouse, whoever. Those are the loudest fucking eaters I've ever met in my life. I I cannot eat around you. <laughs> you chomp, you slurp. Uh you're you're there's a lot. There's a lot happening. And as a calm person that needs to really control the acoustics in my environment, I get sick. <laughs> That's why I don't eat by, I don't eat with people. My mom is also high sound. She's the worst. I love you, mother. But and I tell her to her face. I'll tell her anything I say, I'll tell it to your face. I'm not, I'm not ashamed or afraid. I'll tell you that mom, you're the loudest eater I've ever met. Um I just can't do it. I love you, but I just don't want to eat around you. And she's also <laughs> emotional. So when you put those two together for me, I'm like, mm-hmm. I always get a stomach ache when I have to eat with her. Every single time. Every single and her one of her emotional waves is connected to the stomach that I have half of. So it's like once you start seeing all these connections, you're like, okay, let's make better choices. Like let's let's make better choices for ourselves. Let's make better choices for others. Let's make better choices for our kids. And let's start supporting each other on who we actually are so we can be the individuals that we were born to be. We don't need to fucking, like, I don't need to be nice to my husband and try to uh, sit with them and eat. I tell him all the time, I'll sit there and drink a glass of water and talk to you. He doesn't like that. He wants, I'm like, why do I have to be eating food? What is it? What does it matter? <laughs> What does it matter, Dave? (laughs) But, but yeah, so for, for Otis, it's a really like, he likes to have the TV on when we're, when we're eating, um, or when he's eating, um, he likes to be able to, uh, he has a, a standing high chair. I got, I specifically got him because he's passive mountains, a standing high chair so that he can, and he prefers to stand. Like I took a picture of him. Actually, I'll, I'll post it in my stories, maybe tomorrow. Um, I took a picture of him the other day when we were out at a restaurant and he was just standing on the bench eating like a weirdo because it looks weird, but, and other people would tell their kid to sit down, pick a seat. We're eating, right? Let me homogenize you. Take a seat. He doesn't want to sit down when he eats. He wants to stand. (laughs) And so I support that who we really are is a bunch of fucking weirdos let's be fucking real yeah yep we're all weird we're all weird there's the normal vanilla wafers are the homogenized people that are pretending to be something else or not and that's fine they probably don't know they probably don't know so but once you know do better do better for yourself do better for others start supporting other people and their design. If you truly know someone's design, like people that, hold on, we're going on a tangent. I'm so sorry. Um, People that know that I'm an open throat and they're still a fucking asshole and ignore me, shame on you. Shame on you. I'm so sorry. I'm not trying to shame people, but I am. Um, Shame on you for knowing that this is like my, one of my biggest traumas and triggers. 
And that it's also like, I'm talking about people that know human design, like not talking about strangers that don't know anything about anything. I'm, just, I'm ta- specifically talking p- about people that know human design. You know that I'm an open throat. You know that this is a trauma and a trigger of mine. And you're not going to try to support me in not going into the not self in that center. Like once that that's a huge indicator for you to know if someone's correct for you, if they know you, and, and also if you, even if they don't know human design, but you explain to them, oh, you know, I've, I've always felt invisible my whole life, or I, I feel like, um, people don't hear me when I speak and I really like to be acknowledged, um, or, or responded to when I'm talking to you or, or when we're having a conversation or when I call you or when I text you, I don't expect people to be like, you know, a hundred percent all the time, but you know, but like have awareness, like you have awareness around it, support me in my deconditioning process. Just like, I want to support you in your deconditioning process. And I want to support you in, in trying to, um, come from more of a place of learning and wisdom instead of trauma. We've got to do better. I'm sorry to go on that tangent there, but we've got to do better. I'm so tired of it. And when I see other human design people not doing that for other people, it really grinds my gears. Um, because then, then I say to myself, what's the fucking point then? Yes. Be, be more self nurturing and caring to yourself but have awareness and acknowledgement of other people that exist. Mm. Yeah, I agree with that for sure. Because a huge thing that raw talks about, and we talked about it in our 2027 class with being a nine centered now that we're all nine centered beings um, is being selfish, which there there's a line. There is a line there unless you want to go live by yourself, like in the woods or the mountains or, somewhere where they're you're so secluded. Okay. Um, you, you're still operating in the real world right now and mm-hmm. let's treat each other with a little bit more dignity and respect coming from my defined heart. Like be selfish in what's best for you, but also have awareness of what's going on with the other. Just saying, and this goes for your kids too. Like I see where my children are going to be potentially holding trauma or be being triggered. Like I know that Otis is going to experience something similar to me with his undefined throat of not being heard or seen and trying to get attention. Now, the kid already fucking does that now. Mm-hmm. Um, and like that, oh, that little undefined heart. Mm. I, I just, I want to give it so many little hugs and I tell him, I tell him all the time. I'm like, you are doing such a great job. And I think that's also something important to tell you to your third line is that they're doing such a great job, um, with trying. I always tell him, cause he'll, he'll try anything that kid third line, anything doesn't matter. <laughs> he'll try it. He might not like it after he tries it. He's also a Libra. So, you know after five seconds, he's like, I don't want that. I want that. Um, but and he doesn't know what the fuck he wants. Cause he has an undefined heart. So I always, I always just tell him like, you're doing great. You're doing great. I want to like, I, w- I want him to feel supported 
in his openness instead of feeling triggered? Like, how can we support and really um, nurture those open centers so that they can grow wisdom through them and have fluidity through them instead of having this closed, clenched fist that the homogenized world is living in right now and then being able to nourish and feed their definition, feed that definition, really um, explain to your child, you know what you're really good at? You are really, really good at caring for people. You want to know why? Because you, you have this intuitive knowing on what other people need. Because I'm looking at his chart right now and I see that he has the 5027 and he's need motivation. And that and Otis is one of the most nurturing children I've ever seen. Um, and he likes to like, he used to, he hasn't done this in a long time, but he used to like to put Dave's slippers on his feet. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like stuff like that. And like watching your kid like live out their design it's like just such a beautiful thing to witness and then like for for milo like knowing that he he really knows what he wants he really does he really knows what he wants he knows what he doesn't want he he's his uh tonal resonant is taste he has, he has a defined heart, the 2145. That little combo there right there tells me he knows what he likes and what he doesn't like. He's consecutive also. That's also like very particular, right? Very, uh, he, he, he wears only blue. <laughs> the only time I can get him to wear another color is if blue is not, I, most of his clothes are blue. Um, the only time you can hold wear another color is if it's like a Pokemon thing mm -hmm. um, or uh, he does like outer space because he's innocence motivation um, and mountains. I feel like the combination between that two, he really, he really likes outer space. Um, and so I'll, I'll let me buy him shirts and stuff, and stuff <laughs> with outer space. That's the only way I can get, get away with not having blue. But like literally like this past week and we went and got him new shoes for school and I immediately, I'm so good at finding, like my, my, my unconscious 46 is just so good at like styling and finding the right clothes and outfits. It's just like, I attract it. I'm drawn to it. I don't know. And so I immediately opened this box and there they were, these little blue Air Max. And I'm like, okay, it took five seconds. I go with these. He's like, yeah, because they were fucking blue. Um, that's all. <laughs> that's all he needs. He's. Uh, he. Uh, I, I. I knew from the beginning uh, that he would only drink breast milk. I didn't even bother the first year of his life introducing a lot of foods. The only foods that I introduced to him that I rarely gave him was avocado, salmon. I think like a banana, and like he refused everything else, and I didn't force him. And I just knew not to, to homogenize him for whatever reason. That was before finding human design. And I definitely didn't know the variables at the beginning when it, that wasn't even on anyone's radar back then. You couldn't find anything on variables back then. That's why I had to take all these classes. Uh, <laughs> but 
it's just like, once you start seeing these intricate details of your child and how you can support them and nurture them and nourish them, it's just, why not? I don't know. I, I feel like I'm still learning so much about their charts. Even now, it's just so much comes up every time I look at it. I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Well, yeah, there's always something. Mm-hmm. You know, I for I totally forgot that Milo had the 51. For I was thinking he had the 25, and I was like, oh no, he has the 51. Um, and so it's just it's really it's just interesting once you start getting it. And then you start seeing the patterns and you're like, you know what? I see these steps or you see them. Like you see how Corinna has to go first, look out her window to, to let out all the emotions. It probably stirs up some stuff in her. And then she's able to take some space alone in her room and play with her stuffed animals and create a whole little, whatever it is, her whole little world there um, with her little external vision, you know? Um, And then she can come out and be herself. And I just, I, 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 we've got to get this right for these kids. We've got to support them because where the next global cycle is going, it's, it's nothing we've ever experienced before. And the only thing that's going to support us is our design. This is why people are, are being drawn and attracted to human design. It's why it's starting to blow up a bit, which I'm quite shocked. Um, I don't know if it'll ever be like astrology, you know, like maybe in a hundred years or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but it's, there's a reason why it's, it's, it's becoming more mainstream as, as much as it's gotten even Ross, like I don't, this is not going to happen. The system's not meant to be mainstream, but I also don't know if he knew exactly how the internet was going to explode. Yeah. I mean, he passed in 2011 and that was like light years behind where we are now, Right. but he was always ahead. I mean, he had the 4323. <laughs> That's one of the reasons why I get him when people are like, I can't listen to him or I can't get him. I mean, the 4323 is very acoustic. And, yeah. and so I don't know when I listen to him, I don't obviously, I don't I can't agree with everything everybody says, but like, it just all makes sense to me because of the connection. Yeah. That's the thing is once you start seeing your connections between you and other people and your kids, and he even talked about with his kids, he's like, my so he was calm determination too raw and so it was interesting to listen to him talk about it because i'm like tell me what's up tell me like really what's up i need to hear everything that you have to say about calm and so he would say that he needed to eat alone and that um when he had his when he was around one of his kids that were nervous he's like i literally couldn't eat around him he's like one of us is gonna have to lose and he's like it's gonna be me And he's like, I would sit at the table with my family and enjoy their company. And then once they left, then I would eat. And I'm like, yep. Yeah, that makes sense for you. That feels feels right to me. But my mom says to me, um, I wish I knew more about this when you were a kid, because I wouldn't have done a lot of the things that I did or forced you to do 
Um, like she's like taking me to restaurants was hell for her back when I was a kid um, because I, it was too much. Mm -hmm. It was too much stimulation. There was too much, um, people talking and noises. And I literally would go on food strikes at restaurants and she'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with this kid? And I'm like, you have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) So it's just like, you know, once you start seeing these steps and and like, even if you're not ready for the variables, that's okay. You don't have to rush to those yet. Um, go to get to them when you're ready, whether for yourself or for your children. Um, but I will say that having at least the basics of them and then being able to watch, observe and experiment how it's showing up for you and your children world of a difference. You don't have to go balls to the wall. You don't have to be extreme about it. Just real basic stuff can be really helpful. That's why we created the mini versions because this is yeah. very dense information. Like we're making it digestible right now, obviously, but this, this gets complex. Yeah. Um, but if you have the basic understanding of it, we give you the foundational information and then we give you experiences and examples of how this might show up. And then you just start, ex- you start experimenting with it. You find you, you become inspired by these classes so that you can start trying it out for yourself. That's all. That's all I do as a third line is I'm like, people look at me and see the things that I, I do. And they're like, well, she's trying over there. So maybe I could try. Yeah, of course. Fucking try. If, if it doesn't work, then it doesn't work. I would <laughs> say, you know, be, be uh, compassionate with yourself with your determination specifically, because some people I've spoken to have have gone down some weird directions with that. Um, and like, you could, you don't want to overwhelm your system. Um, but I would definitely say, take your determination slow and don't beat yourself up about it if you're not getting it right all the time. Um, I know some people that... Um, we're in our, our memberships. Like they've, they've told me that they, like, they get upset with themselves that they didn't follow it that day or whatever. And I'm like, you know, you can't, you can't do that. You can't beat yourself up about getting, not getting it right one day. I mean, or that you like, you know, circumstances happen. Like no one is ever going to do that. So we're always bouncing around back and forth. I mean, calm, calm people, um, and nervous. It's very circumstantial. It's all about circumstance for us. It's all about the, in- the environment we're placing ourselves in. Um, I can't <laughs> mm-hmm. like, I just can't place myself in an environment with other people, as opposed to nervous. They need that stimulation, mm-hmm. right? They're right brain, right brain. People need stimulation. You, you need, um, with, with your low sound, how would you say you, you, do you have an idea of how you wish you would have been supported more with that when you were a kid? Mm, I don't, I don't know if I have a specific example right now. That's, that's a hard question. (laughs) Probably 
No, I don't have anything. It's okay if you don't. On the spot, I don't have anything. It'll come up later. Though I'll be yeah, like, oh, you're, there's oh, an you're example. You're gonna text me thirty yeah. minutes after we get off here, and you're gonna be like, okay, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> that's you know, that's the defined head and It doesn't yeah. just spontaneously come come in there, which is totally fine. Again, I'm not here. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna force you to figure it out right now. You can't do that. <laughs> nope. So, but you'll it'll something I'm sure will come to you. That for me, it was really being forced to eat at a table. Yeah. Um, I had a. I also had a. I grew up with an abusive father, and um, there was one particular event I'll never forget. Um, my mom was working late, and so my dad made me some really disgusting microwave burrito. I'll never forget this. Just like imprinted in my brain. Um, and he forced me. I have no idea where my brother was. I'm like, maybe my brother was with my mom. I'm not sure. But I remember just sitting alone at the table with my dad, which was like the worst thing for me to possibly do. I could not eat with that man um, because of the anxiety that I would he would cause me. And so I, he made me this disgusting burrito and then told me to eat it. And I was like, no, I'm also, I have a defined heart. My mom's like, you can't force this kid to do anything. My mom had to read this book called, um, what is it called? Raising a strong-willed child. Um, <laughs> so my, my dad's for, trying to force me to eat this burrito. I'm screaming and crying. I'm also a little kid. I don't know how old I was. I might've been like eight. Um, and so uh, we sat there for hours. I don't know where the fuck my mom was. Um, she was never there when I needed her, uh, to save me from my father. But, um, it, it's like, if I, I don't know, I don't know if it would have changed anything. My dad always used to tell me I wasn't given a manual for you. And I'm like, yes, yeah, I'm like jokes on you. There actually was one. Um, but it's like, I wonder if he did have this information, like, and actually, you know, gave it a shot. Um, if he, if, if maybe the stuff that I did have to experience when I was a kid, I wouldn't have, and maybe I wouldn't have to be going through right now, currently all this deconditioning that I'm, I've been working on for many, many years now. Um, but it's just like these experiences and of, of where our parents didn't understand us. You'll never forget it. It's there. Even if you don't mentally remember, your body remembers. It's yeah. stored in your body. <clears throat> mm -hmm. So because of all of this, I feel compelled to support my children in any way that they need so that's where i'm at in life that's why we're so passionate about this class i'm so fucking passionate just about in general design uh just life like i'm mm -hmm. just a passionate person i can find passion in a fucking rock like <laughs> rock guys this rock it's got life it's so cool it's got a crystal of consciousness running through it they all we all have crystals I mean, if we could only see all of them. Oh my God, did you see that uh, snapshot <laughs> that NASA? 
You know that I haven't seen anything. I don't watch anything at all. You're telling I'll send me you. I'll send me. you the picture. I, I have the picture. I saved it. There's a picture of a, a rainbow frequency surrounding this like cloud that they caught. I forget what they mm. called it. Um, I was like, there it is. There it is again. <laughs> it's everywhere. We just can't see them except for when the light hits and just away, we get to see it. But is there any last things you want to say about your kids or that you want to share about your experience with supporting them through their design or anything so right you now. want to say about even, I guess, our, our, our class, if like, if any of this inspired you for yourself or for your children, I mean, we talk about a lot of this stuff in the class, along with all the types through animals. Um, that was another thing. Uh, I got a few people DM me and say they really liked that I, I gave animals to the types because it gives, um, it's an easier way to envision it um, yeah. and how it shows up and remember it because it's sometimes hard to remember all this information. People are just like, mm -hmm. how do you remember all of this human design stuff? For I have no idea. First of all, the answer is I have no idea because it's correct. I don't try, I don't, there's no memorizing. It literally, like I read it or I listen to a lecture or I take a class and then it's there. That's, don't ask me to do math though. <laughs> Even simple math. I'll be like five, four. I'm like looking up in my head. Okay. Yeah. Let me see if I can find it. No, uh, I, I, I like, I, I can figure out the meaning of life and human existence and how to, work well in society and with each other but i cannot do math <laughs> i need a calculator um <laughs> well i hope you guys enjoyed a little a little bit about our kids and a little bit about um our class called nurture your child through your uh your their design excuse me i can't speak anymore uh it's starting to get late so if if any of this intrigues you inspires you interests you i would definitely say check out our kids class um it's only what is it 25 dollars. yes um i'm like how much are things that we we put out um yeah it's only 25 dollars. it's an hour long uh video about an hour long video that uh includes um all the basics about uh design through through a childlike lens and then also there's a Q&A at the end. And then it also comes with a guidebook um, that really just puts it all together and also has the, how to uh, help your help your children regulate their nervous system through their variables, which I, 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 I that was also another big point out that people said that it was, it was very helpful to see that. And I would say that if you don't know much about the variables, check out our classes. I mean, they're really straightforward. People have found them to be really helpful, very inspirational, um, uh, helping them just be inspired to experiment, to be inspired to just start experimenting with this. And then come join us in spring for our variable intensive. That's, that's I mean, we're, we're, we're going to be diving deep, especially into view and motivation, because that is an exclusive to... Um, our, our, uh, oh, it was originally in the membership, but now it's going to be this, this, uh, 
accelerated program we're putting together. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's we the view and motivation are those are harder. I feel like to, that you need you really need more support with because that's where transference happens. So that's why I don't want to just put them out for me. I don't know why I feel like I have to explain myself, but I just want to let you guys, people have asked, well, <laughs> why can't I get view and motivate? Because we need to do it right. Yeah. I, 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 I can't, I, I can't just give you that information without the first steps, which are the body side. So yeah. that's why we have those out for people to start working with and Hopefully you'll, you'll join us in the variable intensive and, you know, just, this is all an experiment. Everything really is theory until you try it out. A big thing that Ra would say, he said, would, would be, don't believe me, try it for yourself yep. and then come talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> he was pretty blunt. Um, I mean, he was a manifester. So I guess, I guess that, that concludes this little, uh, kind of a mini class that we went through a lot of stuff. We were, we <laughs> yeah. went, we went, it was a full podcast. Let's be real. We was like, wrap it up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I am ready for my bed now. Goodbye. Yeah. Now. Leah's going to fall asleep in a second. So, um, we're gonna, we're gonna let you guys go. We, we appreciate you being here. We appreciate your support. We appreciate everyone that has purchased any of our classes um you guys keep the doors open for us yeah thank and, you and we 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 would love to to chat with you sometimes and uh i guess we'll see you over there on whatever the next episode is which is probably the program probably the program <laughs> um so have a great rest of your day wherever you are and i guess we'll uh we'll see you over there on the next one bye, bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Crystal and I are really here as defined hearts to provide value to you with our unique insights. If you have found any of this episode valuable to you, we ask that you share with a friend, tag us with a highlight on Instagram, and write us a review so we can reach more people. Human design and astrology are tools to guide us toward our transformation. You are a unique and beautiful being, and we encourage you to let that light inside of you shine bright. See you in the next episode, friends.